you're about to hear a Talking About Radio minicast. Your host, John Leslie, will spend the next few minutes opening an interesting file from his five decades of radio experiences. Hi, everybody. John Leslie here. And the story that I'm about to tell you is almost unbelievable. Somewhere along the way, during the course of my 50-plus years in the broadcasting business, like many of the people in our industry, I came into possession of an RCA 77DX microphone. That's the, the famous old microphone that used to sit on Johnny Carson's desk early on in, in the Tonight Show. Today, they're collector's items, and they're worth today uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of $3,000 to $3,500 in good condition. Well, I had this RCA microphone for quite a long time, and then eventually I had my first in-home studio, and I, I put that mic in as a guest mic. But along the way, I also purchased two ElectroVoice RE20s, which are far superior to that old 77DX. And so I, from time to time, I would have guests in my studio, and I could always tell the difference between the three mics, the two uh, ElectroVoice RE20s and the RCA. So I, I took it out of commission. I stored it. it. Just later on, it collected dust. I didn't display it anywhere. And eventually, and I'm going to guess this was about 10 or 15 years ago, maybe 20, I decided to sell it. In those days, it was worth about $1,700, maybe $2,000. But I put it up for sale for $1,800. And almost immediately, I got a response from a motion picture company in Los Angeles, actually in Hollywood, that wanted to buy the mic to use in period pieces where they needed the kind of sound that that microphone produced. So I was in contact with the buyers and they said, okay, well, in those days there was no PayPal. So I had to make alternative uh, plans to be paid for this for $1,800. They were willing to pay the full asking price. I should have asked 3000 But nonetheless, what they said was, uh, uh, send it COD. Send it by um, United uh, States Postal Service, COD. That's the way we did it in those days. And so then the, the Postal Service would deliver it, collect the money, and send me a, uh, a postal money order. So I was all excited, and I was busy. We were running a company, and I was very busy. And I trotted down to the post office. I packaged it up, trotted down to the post office, and sent it out. And I bought insurance on it. I sent it out. I got home, got back into my office, and I thought, oh, shit. I forgot to send it COD. I forgot to send it COD. Collect on delivery. So I called the postmaster down at our local post office, and she said, I'm sorry, but the package is already gone. She said, I don't know what I can do, but I'll, I'll do my best. She said, it, it doesn't look good because it's somewhere between here and, and Los Angeles right now, or, or just went out the door. So she said, I'll see what I can do. Well, about three days went by, and I, I had given up hope that I would ever see any of the money or the microphone. So about three days later, I got a call from the postmaster, and this is what she said to me. She said, we stationed 
postal inspectors at the end of the conveyor belt in the Los Angeles distribution post office that services the area to which that package was to have gone. She said the postal inspectors intercepted your package off of the conveyor belt. One of them put it under his arm, drove out to the address to which you had sent the package, and collected your $1,800 in person before delivering the package. And she said a postal money order in the amount of $1,800 is currently on its way to you. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine that? It, it is almost indescribable. With all of the bad press that the Postal Service got and gets, this has got to be one of their all-time best stories. This has been a Talking About Radio minicast with John Leslie. If you have an interesting story to share, record an MP3 file and send it to talkingaboutradio at yahoo.com. 